The strange but true stories featured on this podcast contain details some people may find unsettling. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Chaya Samuel and things are about to get weird. Hello there, welcome to this very special edition of Things Are About To Get Weird. Exactly one year ago today, I posted the first three episodes of the podcast with zero expectations of what would happen next. I'd always known that there must be plenty of other people out there who were as obsessed with strange but true stories as I was, but I truly had no idea whether any of them would find the show amongst the millions of other podcasts out there. However, I would soon get my answer and it would completely blow my mind. Within the first week of the podcast going live, we entered both the Spotify and Apple Podcasts UK true crime charts, hitting number 27 on Spotify right away. And I will never forget the feeling I had when I saw our logo on that chart list. Since then, our wonderful community has continued to grow and grow, and we're now a constant feature on the Spotify true crime chart, which I never cease to be amazed about. And all of this is down to you. Time and time again, you all join me to hear about the latest strange rabbit hole I've fallen down, and from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. This is only the beginning. I have such big plans and dreams for where I want things are about to get weird to go, and it means the world to me that you're all along for the ride. So in this bonus episode today, I'm going to be shining the spotlight back onto you, and I'll be reading out some of your strange but true stories that you've shared with me over the past few months. If I don't happen to get to yours in this episode, don't worry as there are going to be further bonus episodes coming up soon. So I've kept a few emails back for those. But for now, let's hear about some of the bizarre, spooky and downright weird experiences you've sent me your accounts of. Starting with this one that's really very touching. And this is from Heather. Her email reads... Hello lovely, I might be a bit late to the game on this, but I think you might enjoy my paranormal tale. Love your podcast and have been following since day one, listening travelling on the way to and on my honeymoon. Heather, I can't tell you how much I love that. Thank you so much for your support. My story starts in our old family house, which was owned by my late gran before my mum and dad moved in. They rented the house off her as a family home when my mum was pregnant with me. They would later have my sister there too. I should mention that my great-grandmother passed away around the time I was born. I was around three years old and still remember this clear as day today at the age of 30. I was upstairs on my own in my room playing with dolls when I see something in my doorway. I can only describe it as a pale figure of an older lady. Then she spoke. She said, Hello, Heather. I said in reply, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. She said, I'm not a stranger. 
I'm your great-grandma Barbara. Then I remember feeling completely okay with this and carrying on playing for a moment, and then she faded away. Something told me to tell my mum about this, who was with my dad downstairs in the living room. When I got there, my mum said, who were you talking to? So then had obviously heard this going on. I told her it was Grandma Barbara. My mum burst into tears and my dad bundled me up and took me back upstairs. I can only imagine this was to investigate. I'm still not sure what my mum and dad really made of this, and friends I've told don't believe me. But I hope you enjoyed hearing about my experience. All the best with the podcast, Heather from Preston. Heather, all I've got to say is that I 100% believe you. I think your story is so lovely. It brought a tear to my eye when I first read it. I really hope that the experience is something you treasure. And thank you so much for sharing it with us too. This next email is a short and sweet one from the wonderful Jane and reads, Hi, loving the podcast. I love stories of coincidence and I have one of my own. If it is interesting enough and you ever need listener short stories, please feel free to use. Once I finished work and looked at my phone and saw that my mum had messaged me. It was about meeting her somewhere, but I hadn't arranged to see her. I messaged back and she messaged again, asking if I could bring something with me. It sounded very unlike her, so I rang her and a man answered. It turns out that I had not taken my mum's name off her old number in my phone book, and a man in Scotland, we live in the Midlands, had a new phone and had been given my mum's old number. He had tried to message his friend, but got one digit wrong, and had accidentally texted me. I think it is such a weird coincidence that he happened to text the daughter of the old owner of the phone. Thanks for the great episode so far, Jane. Oh my goodness, well, you know I love a good coincidence too. And this one is fantastic. What are the chances? Amazing story, Jane. Thank you so much. Our next story is another one that got me really emotional. And if you're a dog lover like me, I'm sure this one will get you too. This email is from Danny, who said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know how much I'm loving the podcast. I just found it recently and you have me hooked. I love spooky and weird stuff and it's nice you don't focus on just one type of story. Thank you so much, Danny. That really means a lot. I had a couple of paranormal experiences, both involving a dog or a ghost dog. My little Patterdale, Cassie, was caught by my ex-partner's dog before she was spayed. At the time, we had four dogs already. She gave birth to five puppies, two boys, Bill and Ted, and three girls, Regina, Gretchen, and Karen. All was going well, but Ted unfortunately passed away after a few days. We think it was a problem with his heart. We made a little resting box for him, wrapped him in the blanket we had brought the pups home in, and buried him in the garden under a tree that had recently been planted. A little while later, when the pups had all been rehomed and were thriving, my own dogs were playing in the garden and I called them in for breakfast. 
They charged in and I counted five dogs running past me, one after the other, which was normal for the four, but I definitely counted another dog. Confused, I went to the kitchen and found my four eating and no other dogs. I'd assumed at first I totally miscounted, or perhaps another dog had got into my garden and decided to come in, but... No. A couple of weeks went by and I was in the shower. My dogs were in the living room, which meant two doors closed between me and them, and I was alone in the house. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a patterdale sitting on the mat beside the bath, just watching me. I turned to fully look and there was nothing there. I dried myself and opened the door and sure enough, my dogs were chilling on the sofa where they had been. If it was only one of those events, I'd have not thought much of it, but two times is weird. I moved away from that house not long after. My ex still lives there, but I don't have much contact. I wonder if Ted stuck around for a while to play with the others. It certainly made me feel better after the devastating loss. Cassie is lying behind me, squeaking for attention as I write this. She must know I'm mentioning her. Keep up the awesome work from a fellow Avril Lavigne fan, Danny. Oh, Danny, honestly, your story melted my heart. I really believe it was Ted, and what you said about him sticking around to play with the others really got me. It was so sweet. Please give Cassie a tickle behind the ear from me. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Our next email is from Arthur, who originally sent me this story for our Christmas special last year, but I've kept it safe in my inbox since then because I'd already finished recording the episode before I saw his email. It's such a fascinating story, so let's get into it. Hello, I have a contribution for the Christmas episode. Love the podcast. Thank you. Sorry for the length of the story, but I think you'll appreciate it. I grew up in Glasgow with a Scottish dad and a Brazilian mum. Up to when I was eight years old, we would frequently go back to visit family in Brazil. But at that point, my dad lost his job. And for many years, we couldn't afford to go back. When I turned 18, I realised my memories of Brazil were hazy. We always talked to my grandparents on Skype but it had been a decade since I saw my extended family at all. So I decided to travel a bit during my gap year and take the opportunity to visit everyone back home. Just me this time, without my parents. Just in time for the Christmas holidays. Because I was young and broke, I booked the cheapest tickets ever, which involved an eight-hour layover in Paris before flying to Sao Paulo. I get to Paris and start settling myself in a corner, ready for the long wait. Out of nowhere, I see a very familiar face walking past the seats, and the person recognises me too. It's one of my cousins from Brazil. I shout Pedro, and he runs over, and we hug each other. Pedro was one of those many cousins I had a hazy memory of, but still immediately recognised him. Turns out he was also taking an opportunity to travel, going around several countries in Europe, and had a long layover in Paris before flying to Munich. We sat together for hours and talked about 
everything. Family gossip, school, girlfriends, future plans, travel stories, etc. Other than my grandparents, I had very faded memories of everyone, so Pedro told me lots of stories. Eventually, my gate got called and we promised to catch up again. Maybe he'd come for a visit in the new year. So I get on my flight, which lasts about 12 hours until I get to Sao Paulo. A big family group is there waiting for me. We hug each other and start our way to my granddad's car. On the way, I tell them, you won't believe who I bumped into at the airport. Pedro. They all look confused. Who is Pedro? I explain that I mean Pedro, my cousin who I spent time with in Sao Paulo when I was a kid. My family then tells me, none of my cousins are called Pedro. More than that, no one is travelling overseas right now. I spend my whole time in Brazil asking questions and trying to find photos of Pedro, but there wasn't a shred of evidence he ever existed. So here are my theories. Maybe this was a massive coincidence and we both thought we were related and somehow nothing came up to contradict that. Or maybe I thought I knew this person and they had some serious mental health issue that made them decide to roleplay as my cousin for hours. Or could it be that I met something out of this world? Much love, Arthur. This story blew my mind when I first read it. I kind of love option one, that somehow your entire conversation was a series of coincidences and everything that you said to each other somehow fit perfectly. But what if this was something supernatural? Maybe you were cousins in another life or on another timeline. I would love to know what everyone listening to this thinks. Arthur, this is an amazing story. Thank you so much for sending it in. Finally, for this episode, we have this spooky email from Michelle. Hello, well, thoroughly enjoyed your 10th episode. Thank you, Michelle. For reference, that was the episode about my own paranormal experiences. You are a great podcaster and the stories are great. Keep them coming. Thank you, I promise I will. My experience was odd. I come from South Africa and there is an area between Beaufort West and Cape Town. We were driving to Cape Town for a holiday. It was my brother driving, husband passenger, sister-in-law in the back with me and my seven-year-old nephew. I was leaning my head against the window with my eyes closed. I opened my eyes and in the distance, I could see a red traffic light, thinking it was a train track. After seeing the light, I got incredibly cold, like shivering cold. My nephew was asleep on my lap. All of a sudden, he sat up and said to me, Mickey, why is she crying? I asked, who? He said, the lady in the white dress. My nerves were shot, of course. I said to him, lay down and go sleep. Then I heard him saying, I can't talk to you. Please stop crying. 10 to 15 minutes later, I saw the red light again. All of a sudden, I felt so warm. My nephew remembered nothing. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Regards, Michelle. 
Oh, Michelle, thank you for sending it in. I have goosebumps. That is seriously strange. That was such a great story to finish on. Thank you again. So there we have it. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed reading out your stories. So a huge thank you once again to everyone who shared their bizarre experiences with me for this episode. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to send me, which you would be happy for me to read out in a future bonus episode, please do send it over to me via email. The address is thingsgetweirdpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, I just wanted to reiterate how grateful I am to all of you for being so incredibly supportive of the podcast over these first 12 months. I have an endless number of stories I can't wait to tell you about and our next full episode will be up as usual on Wednesday. In the meantime, do feel free to follow us in all the usual places. On Instagram, our handle is at thingsgetweirdpodcast. On Facebook, we have our main podcast page and our private discussion group. And on Twitter slash X, we are at about to get weird. So until next time, take care of yourself and others and keep it weird, but the good kind of weird. Weird.